program is not an offer to sell securities or insurance products which may be discussed herein. Any product guarantees are based on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing company. Welcome and thank you for tuning in. Daniel Goodman here, your host for Keeping Things Simple a financial talk show aimed to simplify the seemingly complicated and complex. Got a great show lined up today, and special tribute to all mothers listening, being that today here in the United States, it is, after all, Mother's Day. So first off, a very happy Mother's Day to all dear mothers out there listening. I want to give a special shout-out to my own mother, Audrey Goodman, who is listening via our worldwide podcast, as well as my mother-in-law, Hazel Gregg. Hope you're both having a great day today. It's your day. A shout-out to my daughter, Shelly, who is also now a mother. And last but certainly not least, a big shout-out to my dear, beloved, adorable, wonderful, amazing wife, mother of my six fabulous children. Give it up for Orly Goodman. Thank you, sweetie. But now, on with business, as the saying goes. Wow, what a week it's been. History being made, of course, this past Thursday afternoon with the Dow in intraday trading tanking nearly 1,000 points to dip below 10,000. The record, of course, being broken, not the dipping below 10,000, but the nearly 1,000, or 998.5 to be exact, intraday drop. No one's still sure what the heck happened with investigators still researching the incident. If the sell-off was triggered by human error with a trader mistakenly entering a B for billion instead of an M for million, or maybe this is simply what happens when computers and high-frequency trading get the best of us for a moment or two. Or maybe, just maybe, it's what we get when there is confluence of the two. In other words, to simplify. After all, that's what this show is all about. Computers facilitating the acceleration an expansion of human error. Uh, Sean, uh, Sean Ruge uh, is my sound engineer and uh, producer. Hey, what's up? Uh, do we have any of that uh, 2001 uh, Space Odyssey music? Yeah, I think I can find some for us. Uh, that would be great. Yeah, I'd really like to have that for the opening, uh, you know, it's the opening score for the, for the movie, but that would be great if we could hear some of that. Uh, in the background as uh, we run the numbers for this most incredible past week. So uh, as Sean's queuing that up, so here we go. The Dow Jones Industrial Average stumbling for the week 5.61%. The NASDAQ falling 7.95%. The Russell 2000 down 8.86%. The S&P 500 negative 6.34%. And the S&P Midcap 400 tumbling 8.03%. Year-to-date, this pretty much wipes out gains we were reporting for a while, leaving the Dow Jones Industrial Average and the S&P 500 at about zero. Funny what one week can do to your portfolio. Not much if you happen to have a long-term strategy working in your favor. Which leads me to today's subject in celebration of Mother's Day, and that is... How do we stay focused on the big picture? Or put in other words, risk management as it relates to long-term cash value accumulation and why it's so important to have a game plan when it comes to investing. 
One risk management technique which will help you stay focused on the big picture is constant ratio. More than ever before, you need to be employing constant ratio. And if you're not doing it on your own, then yes, you should be delegating the matter to your computer trading system if you have one, or shall I say, have one that you can trust to fly autopilot and not worry, especially after what we witnessed, what can happen as things happened this past Thursday, or maybe it's just about time to call your investment advisor and have him or her do the constant ratio for you. But I digressed. But I digressed. <laughs> Great new commercial if you've ever seen on FedEx. Just for a moment. There's something really odd that I've noticed now for the past 21 years or so since I've been at this, though a bit more pronounced as of late, that I really have no answer to. And it's this notion that many people have about money and advisors. That when it comes to money matters, there is no such thing as anyone knowing better than they about handling and managing their own portfolios. I'm really confounded about this. Consider having to go to court without a lawyer or having to fix your car without a mechanic. It's crazy. But for some reason when it comes to money, many people just feel this is different. But it's not. If you happen to disagree or just want to call in or comment on today's show, phone number here at the station, you might want to write this down, is 866-584-3434. Again, that's 866-584-3434. My sound engineer, show producer, Sean Ruge, standing by, ready to take any questions you might have regarding today's show. But if you prefer writing in, email is degfinancial at AOL.com. Again, that's degfinancial at AOL.com. Or simply visit my website, degfinancial.com, where I will be making available an auto copy of this show, or if you missed a previous show and want to get caught up or check out any other financial issues of interest, you can do this at the website, degfinancial.com. So what the heck is constant ratio? Constant ratio is about keeping your portfolio allocation in balance as we go along. Say, for example, we decided 60% of your portfolio is going to be allocated in stocks and 40% in fixed income. Well, guess what? If you left this puppy unattended last year with the stellar performance in stocks, that was just a tad diminished this past week, you now have about an 80-20 ratio. That's 80% of, of your portfolio in stocks because of the appreciation, leaving just 20% in fixed income. This, folks, can be dangerous to your health. With constant ratio, we'd be readjusting, rebalancing, selling your 20% stock appreciation factor to buy bonds to maintain the 60-40 ratio. So what is the perfect ratio, we might ask? There's no scientific answer to this question. If there was, we could pack it all in today and retire yesterday. But many among us like to use the old 100 or newly redefined 110 rule. And this is you take your age and subtract it and subtract, <clears throat> subtract it from 110 because people are now leaving longer. And that's how much stock or equity exposure you need in your portfolio. So if you are, say, 30 years old, you'd want to be about 70 or 80% equity. Or if you are, say, 80 years young, then you'd want to be mostly safe and fixed with no more than 20 maximum 30% equity exposure. 
Another risk management technique or device, if you will, much more controversial in terms of its effectiveness is, of course, DCA or dollar cost averaging. This one is a no-brainer. If you can for sure predict that markets are going down, which no one can, then for sure to minimize your risk and as a defensive strategy, you want to for sure employ or incorporate DCA, dollar cost averaging. So what the heck is it? Dollar cost averaging is simply investing systematically the same amount of monies at same intervals because in theory and in accordance to market history, over time market values rise. So our cost basis is less giving us more shares or units at discount. Sound confusing? I hope not. If you're religiously setting aside monies in your 401k or 403b plans and not tinkering with the amounts, then guess what? Your dollar cost averaging. The thing to remember here in terms of minimizing risk is dollar cost averaging into a bear market works really well toward reducing your risk exposure, but it works even better when you're doing constant ratio later on when the bear is in hibernation and the bulls come out of running, raging wildly for what we all think is going to be eternity, but it's not. The bulls eventually tire or get killed just about the same time the bear awakens. The huge question for many, independent of 401k or 403b investing is, I have the lump sum, I have this lump sum of cash. Do I invest it all at once or should I dollar cost average it into the market over time? And if so, for how long? Again, why would you want to go this on your own is beyond me. Yes, while it's true, my guess is as good as yours as to how the markets are going to fare on any given day, week, month, or year. But in the scheme of things, if you're not as involved with all the nuances as your advisor is or needs to be, then what you're doing is unnecessarily handicapping yourself. Dollar cost averaging goes really well with constant ratio and reducing risk. But here's the really big kicker. We need to stay focused on the big picture. And this, more often than not, relates to the tactical or short term, if you will, to our long-term plan. This is the reason why we religiously do the numbers. If we don't know where we are now in relationship to where we've been, how will we know how we're doing as we go forward? Does that make sense? This is, of course, a rhetorical question, but it pretty much parallels today's mother of all subjects, excuse the pun. If you don't know where you're going, how will you know when you have arrived? Folks, I can tell you unequivocally, based upon over 21 years of working in this field and experiencing it, people don't just happen to accumulate a fortune. They plan for it. They plan their work, then work their plan. You've all heard a gazillion times of saying people don't plan to fail, they fail to plan. Well, the flip side of this is equally true. Those that succeed plan to, and those that don't never do. Last week, we went over seven investment secrets you need to know to succeed in a bull bear or up and down market. Now, we need to identify and familiarize ourselves with some of the basic techniques and instruments we have for ensuring financial success, no matter which way the markets are headed. In case you've just tuned in, you're listening to Keeping Things Simple with Daniel Goodman here on KSPA 1510 AM. And today, on this special Mother's Day edition, we're talking about how when it comes to our financial plan, 
Do we stay focused on the big picture? Aside from calling in help from mom or perhaps our financial advisor. Just kidding there, maybe not. You know, spring is in the air. So for today's show, I thought I'd read to you some absolutely fabulous, thought-provoking quotes gleaned especially for Mother's Day. But in a really neat way, some of the quotes also tie in into seeing the big picture when it comes to ensuring the success of your cash value accumulation plan. The first quote is from uh, Betty Rollin and goes like this. Biological possibility and desire are not the same as biological need. Women have childbearing equipment. For them to choose not to use the equipment is no more blocking what is instinctive than it is for a man who, muscles or no, chooses not to be a weightlifter. Juxtapose this with the following from Rajneesh. The moment a child is born, the mother is also born. She never existed before. The woman existed, but the, but the mother never. A mother is something absolutely new. On the surface of things, it seems as though the quotes are contradictory, but they're not. It is important for us all to know that this coming week and in the months and year ahead, if, well, the question is, is it important for us to really know this coming week, the months ahead, or, or, or the coming year, if we're in a double dip in the markets or not? You betcha. But not really if we understand the safety mechanisms out there that we have to protect us and ensure that we're on the right side of the deal, so to speak. That we are, as you hear me say time again, approximately right rather than 100% wrong. Let's talk cash and life insurance just for a moment as part of the big picture of your investment slash financial independence plan. Cash is really crazy. It has no long-term appreciative value in your portfolio, yet you need it dearly to be able to buy in low on a big dip when market opportunity presents itself. Life insurance, like the saying goes, is like a parachute. You have to buy it before you need it, and not everyone needs it, but for sure some do. And, the, and some that do simply have no clue. It's foolish to be discussing investing with a family, especially with those families with kids who have worked really hard to accumulate sizable investment portfolios, and you find out that they have zero life insurance. It's out there more than you can imagine. Life insurance is a small price to pay for insuring, yes, the big picture. Unless there's simply no love, no care, or true destitution, there's no excuses on this one, folks. Yes, yes, I know. I don't believe in life insurance. Well, guess what? Neither does yours truly, Daniel Goodman. After all, it's not, a religion, uh, it's not a religion. But I do carry life insurance for myself and for my wife as well. Because guess what? It makes great economic sense. Talk about leverage and risk management. What a fabulous tool to have in your toolbox. And again, you buy it with your good health. Because if you don't have the good health, you can't buy it. So to all those caring and loving fathers who wear the family trousers but are walking around naked without life insurance this Mother's Day. Go online and purchase some life insurance. If you want to do it the proper way, call your advisor. But just do it. It's the right thing to do. Let's recap for a moment before we break and go on to speak about cash. But first, I just got to share with you some these fabulous Mother's Day-related quotes. They have absolutely nothing to do with financial matters, but just happens to be one of my uh, there's one here that I saw on the line that happens to be one of my favorite authors from back in the day when I was at UCLA majoring in what else but English. 
From the author of Ulysses and Portrait of the Artist as a Young Man, we have James Joyce succinctly chiming in as follows. Whatever else is unsure in this stinking dunghill of a world, a mother's love is not. Love that one. Here's another one from uh, Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis. If you bungle raising your children, I don't think whatever else you do well matters very much. One here from Ten of a Jordan. A mother is a person who, seeing there are only four pieces of pie for five people, promptly announces she never did care for pie. And last, before we go to break, no matter how old a mother is, she watches her middle-aged children for signs of improvement. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back soon. Investment Advisor Representative for DEG Advisory, a registered investment advisor, has been a leading force in the creation and protection of capital for business owners, professionals, and highly paid executives in Southern California for the past 21 years. Specializing in indexed annuities, the mission at DEG is to continuously provide that extra difference in helping you as a client. Call 818-907-0673. That's 818-907-0673. You got it. That's DEG. Dependability and experience guaranteed. We're back. Daniel Goodman here, and you're tuned in to Keeping Things Simple on KSPA 1510 AM. Phone number here at the station in case you have any questions or comments, or if you want to do a quick Mother's Day shout-out, just kidding, is 866-584-3434. Again, that number is 866-584-3434. Or you can write to me, DEG, my email, degfinancial at aol.com. That's degfinancial at aol.com. Or, or visit the website, degfinancial.com. Risk management, keeping things, risk management, that's what we're talking about here, keeping first things first so that those you love won't end up last. We're talking about some of the techniques, devices, instruments, and tools we need to be aware of and make sure they're working for us so that no matter which way the wind blows, we come out ahead. If you missed the first segment of this show and want to hear the show in its entirety, you can do so by visiting the DEG website, that's degfinancial.com, and just click on the radio headset icon. What's this going to cost me? This is a really important question, folks, and the reason why I know this to be true is because it's the question that comes up most often for those of you writing in to me. And truth is that if we're not concerned about fees and what's it going to cost us, there's no sustained cash value accumulation over time. It's just not mathematically possible. Sarah from Pasadena writes in as follows. How do I find out what the administrative costs are for various investments? Excellent question. Sarah, I don't know if, you, if you're tuned in today's show, but the easiest way to find out about administrative costs for various investments is simply entering the actual investment product name in Google. And voila! If it's a security, you'll have online immediate access to the prospectus wherein you'll find full disclosure of associated fees, inclusive inclusive of those seemingly elusive administrative fees. If you're thinking of signing with an investment advisor, the advisor needs to give to you their ADV form part two. 
and you go to Schedule F and there you'll find full disclosure of fees. The ADV Part 1 is public information. You can find this online by simply going to the SEC's website, sec.gov. There you'll find on their homepage under Investor Information a link that says check out broker, brokers and advisors. It really is that simple. So what's a typical advisor's fee schedule look like? Well, how about I share with you mine? You get to choose. For the financial planning and consulting, it's 350 bucks an hour. Most folks don't want, to, don't want that one. Or there's asset-based financial planning. So for example, with DG Advisory, the schedule is as follows. Up to $249,999, it's 1.25% per year. From 250000 to $999,999, it's 1% per year. If you're forking over $1 million, but less than $2.5 million, $2,499,999 to be exact, fee goes down to 75 basis points. That's 0.75% per year. Anything over $2.5 million is, as my ADV stipulates, negotiable. My assumption here is that you're listening to the show to gather knowledge, to help, to help get you to the next level, whichever level that might be. But obviously, it's all got to make sense, and you can't make money if you're spending too much on fees. It just can't be done. Let me share with you a story that happened to me this past week, which I think will shed some light on just how powerful a tool the Internet is for helping reducing unnecessarily costs and fees. I had a small problem with my wife's Lexus. The passenger side front light wasn't working, so I called the dealership and wanted to know approximately what it would cost to fix the problem. Worst case scenario, since it, if, it, if, if it was something serious, serious, worst case scenario, my wife and I have a platinum vehicle service agreement with, Lex, with Lexus where there's zero deductible. So anyway, they gave us another, they'd give us another Lexus and I'd drive away and they'd fix whatever needed to be fixing at their dime. Make a long story short, I take the car to the dealership, really nice place for having a latte and cappuccino and whatever flavor cupcake your heart fancies while relaxing in their soft leather lounge chairs, better than ones you have at home and <laughs> their large HD screen to boot. Great place to escape to forget about your worries. And then, uh, Mr. Goodman, well, you were right. It's only the light bulb that needs to be replaced. But here's the thing. It's a high-intensity light bulb. So the bulb is a little more than what you pay for other cars that don't use high intensity. How much, I ask? Well, the bulb is a little over $400 with labor, additional 68 So about $468. You're joking, I said. I realized then my service rep wasn't joking. Ah, but you see, I'd already done my homework. By just plugging in my Lexus model and typing in the word headlight, I found out that I could purchase not one, but two bulbs for $49.99. I asked the service dealer if it would be okay with him if I brought them the bulb. He sheepishly replied, okay, and so for $49.99 plus $68 labor, my car was as good as new, and I'm a happy man. The bottom line is here, you shouldn't be paying more in fees when you can obtain with little or no extra effort the same outcome. How does this rule apply to actual investment fees? I'm going to tell you in just a moment after we take a short pause. Dependability and experience. 
experience guaranteed. That's DEG Financial. Daniel E. Goodman, an investment advisor representative for DEG Advisory, a registered investment advisor, has been a leading force in the creation and protection of capital for business owners, professionals, and highly paid executives in Southern California for the past 21 years. Specializing in indexed annuities, the mission at DEG is to continuously provide that extra difference in helping you as a client. Call 818-907-0673. That's 818-907-0673. You got it. That's DEG. Dependability and experience guaranteed. In case you just tuned in, you're listening to Keeping Things Simple with Daniel Goodman here on KSPA 1510 AM. And today we're talking about things you need to be aware of so that you'll always be able to maintain the big picture. The one you need to stay focused on, make sure that it remains big because otherwise it might diminish. And so right now we're talking about fees. Gary from Calabasas writes in with the following question. I have heard that one can do much better investing with a low-cost mutual fund, such as a Vanguard mutual fund, rather than an annuity with its higher administrative costs and commissions. What is your opinion about that and why? It's an excellent question. Except it really isn't an either-or, which is better. I advocate no-load mutual index funds all the time in my advisory practice, but they can't deliver anywhere near what a quality annual reset bonus index annuity can. We discussed that last week's show about equity index annuities, which, by the way, the administrative costs amount aren't taken from your monies going into the contract. And when it comes to commissions, what they amount to on average is about the same as the 1% or one and a quarter you'd be paying for fee-based advisory services. Where things get really messy, folks, is when we start talking about variable annuities, where with variable annuities, fees is a major, major consideration because there's, there's, there's hidden fees aside from the ones that are disclosed in the prospectus, about 1.5%. You have the, the actual management fees that are being charged to the insurance company. But that's a topic uh, for another show. I'm saying that we're almost running out of time for today. We need to tune in next week. And remember, though money will never buy you happiness and good health, If you happen to be having a miserable day, and I pray that you aren't, having true financial independence is not going to hurt you. Happy Mother's Day to all. So until next week, I bid you all excellent returns now and always. mission at DEG is to continuously provide that extra difference in helping you as a client. Call 818-907-0673. 818-907-0673. That's DEG. Dependability and experience guaranteed.